Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong on a Monday. Where Colin was right. Three and one in our game picks. We had Baltimore to win by double digits, Lion to win, cover the spread, and Green Bay giving San Francisco fits. We didn't really have a classic uh, blazing five. I was wrong on Buffalo. I thought the statistical sheet gave Buffalo the edge, but, you know, I had my shovel out with Kansas City. Once again, I'm wrong. Where Colin was wrong. You know, I said for two months, this finally felt like a Buffalo team that would break through because they wouldn't have to put the bat signal up and have Josh Allen save them. But 12 rushes, almost 40 pass attempts. I mean, he made some. That was an amazing throw to the end zone. It's not like Buffalo's window is closed. They're going to be fine. They've got a solid coach and a great quarterback. I think they paid too much for Vaughn Miller. But um, it does feel like these are wasted opportunities for one of the great quarterback talents of all time, and I bought in. Where Colin was right? I think my skepticism on Brock Purdy is proving right. I like him. Cognitively, he figures stuff out and can make throws. But his small hands were an issue just because of some rain. And once they lost Debo Samuels, they became very Christian McCaffrey reliant. I like him. But when you start looking around the NFL, who's hoisting these Lombardi trophies, it's not a lot of last guys picked. He had one really nice final drive and deserves credit for it. But the truth is, if Green Bay could make their kicks and didn't drop a pick six, they would have lost at home. Where Colin was wrong. It looks like Nick Sirianni is going to keep his gig. There's another story where a demoted defensive coordinator is getting fired. So I'd never seen a team go from 10-1 and to literally no identity and getting blown out. But, you know, Philadelphia has given some coaches before an extra year. And so Nick Sirianni is going to retain his job. I think a lot of his success is tied to the now-departed offensive coordinator, head coach of the uh, Colts, Shane Steichen. 
but I'm wrong on that. I think I would have moved off. I don't love running through coaches, but this just felt like a young coach, a bit over his skis, and at times a bit juvenile and temperamental and emotion-driven on the sidelines. Where Colin was right? Never bought into the Lamar Jackson can't win playoff games narrative. If you can win regular season games, you can win playoff games. And the kid is magical. And he just keeps getting better and better and better. And there's real leadership skills. Apparently, he was yelling and barking and screaming at teammates at halftime. Listen, and he ran for 100 yards. He had four total touchdowns. When you go watch a professional football game, and a quarterback is maybe the fastest player on the field, and other elite defenders miss badly on him, you know you're looking at one of one, and that's what Lamar Jackson has become. Where Colin was wrong. I thought Cliff Kingsbury would be the choice for the Bears at coordinator. Uh, It was Shane Waldron got the job, who runs the same basic offensive family as Luke Getze, who they let go of. Caleb Williams is going to be the choice. We perceive that to be true. And Cliff Kingsbury has an excellent relationship with Caleb Williams. So I thought they would make an aggressive run. In fact, I was told they would. And they hire Shane Waldron. Where Colin was right. The Falcons are meeting with Jim Harbaugh now for a second time. Do they see what we do, which is Harbaugh's a better candidate than Belichick? My question with Bill Belichick, is he just taking a job for a milestone to become the all-time winningest coach over Don Shula, or is he really long-term all-in? Harbaugh's younger, he's on the offensive side, and the other thing I love with Harbaugh that I think is indisputable, he will have such an advantage for his first two to three years in this league with college personnel because he's been recruiting all the elite kids from all over the country. That cannot be downplayed. Harbaugh will be as good as any general manager in this sport for about three years. Very reminiscent of Pete Carroll when he first got the Seahawks job. He was finding stars in the fourth, fifth, and sixth round. Where Colin was right. We told you. Alabama doesn't have Texas or Ohio State money when it comes to the NIL, and there's been a mass exodus of some of their elite players. Nick Saban was holding this puppy together, and a year or two ago, Saban started criticizing the NIL. And what I told you was, it's because Alabama doesn't have the kind of money that the Ohio State Collective does, or the Texas for sure Collective does. And kids these days don't care about facilities. They want to get paid. And Ohio State stepped up. Texas is stepping up. And the thing that was holding it together was sort of the gravitas, the expertise, and the greatness, the iconic nature of Nick Saban getting you to the pros. But now that he's gone, kids are like, I don't get Saban or the money. I'm going to go be a Buckeye. Colin right, Colin wrong on a Monday. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. All right, here's my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I like the Ravens at home, minus three and a half to win in cover. Feels like 27-20 to me. They've blown out seven, eight, nine teams. Chiefs look better than they are due to Buffalo's defensive injuries. I think the over 44 and a half in that game feels right. And I'm going to take Jared Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns in San Francisco. You got to score to beat San Francisco. They're not getting a great pass rush. And I love Detroit's weapons. I think it's a good game. You want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app, which doesn't take more than 90 seconds.
21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources hi let's talk about pro plan sport pro plan sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours so whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run Start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. Nick Wright going to join me live here. First things first, let's go to Nick Wright. So you, uh, I mean, what, it's unbelievable. By the way, this I mean, is, I don't know. You scotch the whole, you scotch the whole herd hierarchy rather than put the Chiefs out of the Bills for a single week. <laughs> you just said screw it. Yeah, I mean, it's a staple of the show. Every damn Tuesday, you finally have no choice but to put Kansas City out of Buffalo, and you said, you know what? Burn the segment. Not even gonna do it and suffer that indignity. Unbelievable. Hi, Colin. Well, we really have four teams left, so it's not much of a hierarchy. Well, rank them. But it's funny, yeah. and it's a good point. It's ironic. It's not. It's coincidental, but uh-huh. it's still a great point. No, uh-huh. I, I want to. You know, I, I'm gonna go to the Josh Allen thing, and I said this. They may be great next year. Doesn't mean they're going to win it. Those 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 Buffalo teams for years that didn't win. Those are great teams. Great coach. Great. But I said, here's the thing about Josh Allen. They're going to be viable for this reason. Think about how great Josh Allen or, or, or Lamar Jackson is. <laughs> and I forget where I put the number, but Josh Allen has scored like 73 more touchdowns than Lamar Jackson the last four years. Is that wouldn't you at least acknowledge they may not win a Super Bowl? But Buffalo, as long as Josh Allen's in his 20s and early 30s, they're not going anywhere. Is that fair? Well, not going anywhere. I guess that depends on your tone of voice. Like, they're not going anywhere, or this Bills team, they're not going anywhere. I guess it could be a bit of both. Here's the thing, Colin, and this is... 
as someone who has, you know, obviously, because I'm a Chiefs guy, been rooting for my hometown team in the playoffs three of the last four years against the Bills and Josh Allen. The version of Josh Allen that showed up to the game Sunday was the least scary. And I think the Bills, because they are scared of Josh's turnovers, made him less of a scary player to play. Since Joe Brady took over, Josh Allen was under 250 yards passing in every game but one. The one game he had big passing numbers post-Joe Brady was the Dolphins game, the end of the regular season, when he had three turnovers. And I, I think the best thing the Bills have going for them is their quarterback. And they appeared to me to be afraid of their quarterback making the big mistake. So they asked him, check it down, run the ball, take the easy completion. But when you ask someone to do something that is against their nature, yeah. and that is against Josh Allen's nature, it is very hard to do that for three and a half hours. So what we saw on Sunday was Josh Allen play exactly the way they wanted him to play for three quarters. And then when despite that they were trailing, what did we see on the final drive? The best and the worst. First play of the final drive, he throws a 65-yard pass on a rope in <laughs> cold weather outdoors. And, I mean, it would have been a tough catch because any 65-yard pass is tough to catch, but it was a perfect pass. But So that's the best. But then we, what else did we see that drive? He fumbles the game away, fumbles their season away if it's scooped up the way it should have been. Yeah. And then at the end of the drive, second and nine, has Stephon Diggs move the chains, keep bleeding the clock, he has to go for the kill shot. Third and nine, he goes for the kill shot. So I think if you're Buffalo, you can't coach the Allen out of Allen. You just have to somehow find a way to mitigate the mistakes yeah. because... To play a game against the Bills where they don't have a single 20-yard play, where Josh completes 16 passes behind the line of scrimmage yeah. and two passes more than five yards downfield, that's not a scary Bills team. It yeah. just isn't. Uh, you know, the Ravens are interesting, though, because... Um and I was saying this earlier about the Harbaugh's. Jim Harbaugh's really not your classic offensive coach. You can't pigeonhole him. Both the Niners and Michigan were led by their defense. Michigan never threw the ball down the field. Yep. And John Harbaugh's really his history. He started an offense to special teams. His Flacco team was a top 10 offense. It was a Flacco hot streak. And this team's got a great defense. But it's his ability to embrace Lamar and keep adding elements to it that has made it great. Aren't you, whereas Sean McDermott is the classic defensive purist, and Andy Reid has an edge, Harbaugh's hard to pigeonhole. They do offense. They do Correct. clever. Baltimore is, to me, less predictable, harder to pigeonhole. Harbaugh's harder to label. To me, if I was a Chiefs fan, I would be worried about Baltimore. They, they just do a lot well, and they're kind of unpredictable due to Lamar. So, yeah, I mean, listen, Baltimore, going into the year, it, this was odd because I doubted Baltimore. Going yeah. into the year, you know, the AFC is so deep, I didn't know about the Burrow injury. I thought the Ravens were going to miss the playoffs. So I didn't. I was dead wrong on the Baltimore. But the same show that I said I thought they were going to miss the playoffs, I also said of all the teams in the AFC, they are the one I would least like to play in the postseason <laughs> right. because – 
Lamar's best is so dynamic and so unique that if he is playing his A-plus level, they do seem almost unbeatable. And then you add to it what I didn't know they were going to have is scoring-wise the best defense in football. They are a great team. They, they had three losses, you know, you throw out the final week of the year. They had three losses all season, and they led at the two-minute warning at the, in all three of those losses. I, the reason, now, I, the, you know, I watch all your media, Colin. I know for the, you know, you don't believe in the Chiefs still. You think the Ravens can, you know, walk all over them, <laughs> blow them out. I get that. I, I, I'm surprised... You don't, in you know, almost a Tom Brady context, bring up this stat. I don't hear anyone mention it. Patrick Mahomes is 0-2 in the playoffs against Brady. He's 13-1 in every other playoff game. Yeah. And the one loss was in overtime. So I just I don't think anyone in any building deserves to be three and a half point favorites over a healthy playoff Mahomes. Yeah. Last year we saw him in the postseason on one leg be able to score 38 in the Super Bowl. But I, I have a healthy respect for Baltimore and they are you know they they have earned every step of this. Unlike Buffalo. Buffalo, which I felt like a lot of it was the media wish casting what they could be. The Ravens have walked the walk all year in all three phases of the game, and they are more than a worthy competitor. And now I'll add this, Colin. Given how Dallas once again flamed out in the playoffs, it feels to me, and we don't always get this, that we truly did get the four best teams in the league start to finish as our final four. Yeah. San Francisco, Detroit, Baltimore, Kansas City. That's the right final four. So I, I was saying this uh, during my uh, preamble to you, is that you and I have been on the same uh, kind of feeling with Brock Purdy. Is You know, I mean, players obviously, Drew yeah. Brees fell to the second round. But I mean... If you look at Dak falling to the fourth round or Kirk Cousins, very similar players, there's a reason they fell to the fourth round. One wasn't an accurate thrower. One wasn't a big, strong power thrower and an athlete. Is that Brock Purdy is the last guy taken in the draft. Not everybody's a dummy in the league. And it is interesting. I had said earlier today, Mahomes loses Tyreek Hill, wins a Super Bowl. Lamar's on a third-string running back without his Hall of Fame tight end AFC championship. Josh Allen, pre-Stephon Diggs, was just fine. Brock Purdy deals with a drizzling rain and no Debo, and they were outplayed by Green Bay. Do you feel justified? I don't think they're going to beat Detroit without D D Debo. Oh, I don't. Wow. I don't. Do you, wow. do you feel a little justified on Brock Purdy? I'm mystified by smart people who are struggling to contextualize the Brock Purdy debate. Your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not mystified by it. I just think... Folks are, maybe folks are more sensitive to criticism than you or I. And it is the easy thing to do is say, look at his record. Look at his numbers. What more do you want from him? I think the more nuanced point is this. What is your opinion of Brock Purdy? And how much of that is informed just by the numbers? And how much of it is informed by the fact that these games are on television? and that we are able to watch it and that we watch football for five months every Sunday we watch all these games and I uh, give Brock credit the end of the game he came through I didn't think he would I didn't yeah. think he could and he did it yep but 
for three of the three hours and 15 minutes that game was on, he was the worst player on the field. Right, we had a debate about a player. Is he the league's MVP when deep down everyone knew not only was he not his team's MVP, I think right now deep down inside and outside the locker room, if you were asked what is the Niners' biggest weakness, not the MVP of the league, the weakness of the team, they would say the quarterback. And, and then folks love, and you referenced this, Colin, folks love saying, well, you feel a certain way about him because of his draft status, as if that's not rational. <laughs> of course the draft status is a part of it, because the draft is not random names selected out of a, a hat. I understand it is not all science, right. but there is a level of, if the people whose job is evaluating players on a full-time basis across 32 teams, every single one of them at the most important position had multiple opportunities to grab a guy, I think that's valuable data. I think his size is valuable data. I think his athleticism yeah. is valuable data. And if, you, and if the rebuttal to that is, well, then explain Tom Brady. That is like making an argument about not needing superstars in the NBA because of the 04 Pistons. <laughs> because there is a once a quarter century anomaly does not mean the rest of the data is irrelevant. And I just don't think People deep down believe Brock Purdy's excellent. Yeah. I think it's easy to say he is because the numbers say he is, and they don't want to get yelled at. I think deep down everyone knows he's the. If the Niners don't win, it will be because the quarterback is not good enough. Yeah, I think you're right. By the way, I'll bring the herd hierarchy back next week, especially if Baltimore I wins. Mean, I mean, I'll bring. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. I've been waiting. I've been waiting all week to see not only that Kansas City was on there and Buffalo wasn't, but I was pretty confident you were going to have Kansas City last of the four. And the Chiefs have been thriving no. off bulletin board material all year, you know, a lot of which has come from this television show. Yeah. Go ahead. It's, it's, if I did a herd hierarchy this morning with the four left, that's interesting. Yeah. I would do Baltimore one, Kansas City two, very close. Okay. And I would do... Man, if Debo is healthy, San Francisco three, Detroit four, and I love Detroit, but I don't think Brock Purdy, even with Debo, can beat Mahomes or I think the AFC champ is the champ. That's what I feel today. How about that? So well, I think yeah, I the mean, closest think Baltimore, to Baltimore is Baltimore's Kansas. Baltimore's going to feel great. If, if Baltimore gets through Kansas City, I think they're going to feel like that. I, I think Baltimore looks at this weekend as the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I'm not trying to disrespect the Lions and what they've accomplished, but Baltimore beat the Lions by a thousand points earlier this year, <laughs> and Baltimore a few weeks ago beat the Niners by two thousand points. Yeah. So I think Baltimore, yeah. and you don't have to worry really about the emotional letdown because if they get there, because you have the extra week to prepare. So I think the the winner of Chiefs Ravens, I believe, is winning the Super Bowl. And you know, I know I'll save my pick till Friday. You don't know who I'm going to pick in Chiefs Ravens, Colin. <laughs> I could surprise some people. Who knows? I got to analyze the all 22, yeah, look at right. all the data, and right. see what I come up with. Yeah, it's sort of like me taking the Lions over the Rams. I think I have a hedge on that. I know where you're going. <laughs> Good seeing you, buddy. Uh, Nick Reich, first see things you, first.
Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. All right, without further ado, we do this for the big games. We rank in order 1 through 10 the top 10 players in this game. We use PFF, we use our eyes, we go to production, we go to stats. The 10 most gifted players in this game. You have a smirk on your face. It's the only face I got, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you ready to go? I'm nervous for you. <laughs> Proceed. All right. Number one, third best running back I've ever seen, Christian McCaffrey. I'd say Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Christian McCaffrey led the NFL in scrimmage yards, scrimmage touchdowns, 100-yard rushing games. 
He's tied for the most total touchdowns by a Niner in a season with Jerry Rice. He is, to me, top three to four running back of all time, Christian McCaffrey. Number two is Trent Williams. To me, a first ballot top five left tackle of all time. Bizarrely athletic for his size. Second highest graded tackle this year, and he missed some games with an injury. He's allowed two sacks in three years. <laughs> and I mean, there are, there's no position in football that's more improved than a receiver and edge rusher over the last decade. He is a wall. Number three, Nick Bosa. Second highest graded edge rusher in the league. Highest graded Niners defender. A complete game wrecker. A lot of big names on that defensive front. Many underachieve. He is one of the four or five defensive edge guys in the league that is virtually unblockable. Uh, I don't think he has body fat. He is just one of those guys that is a nightmare to face. Number four, Panay Sewell. He is arguably the next Trent Williams. He is an unbelievable highest graded offensive tackle in the league this year. The kid out of Oregon is a monster. 674 pass blocking snaps, allowed one sack, and he's just now going into his prime. Number five, I think one of the more unique players in league history, Debo Samuel. He's the second player in league history with 4,000 receiving yards and 1,000 rushing yards over their first five seasons. His only issue is health. I think he is, if you look at the data and the offensive production, there is an argument to be made. He is worth three points a game. That is unheard of for a non-quarterback. Number six, Aiden Hutchison. One plus sack in four straight games. Led the NFL with 62 pressures this year. That was 12 more than any other player. <laughs> okay, highest graded Lions defender. Now, they don't got a lot of great players on that side, but he's the one, number six. Number seven, the best center in football, Frank Ragnow. He's the best center. He's great. There's a reason they dominate the run game. Number two offensive line, according to PFF. He's the highest graded center, the rush offense. I've always thought this is a wildly underrated position. you got to have a high IQ to call all the audibles. Ragnow's a beast. He's another Hall of Famer. Number eight, George Kittle. 81 receiving yards and 32 receiving yard touchdown. Divisional win over the Packers. Highest graded, not Travis Kelsey. Highest graded tight end this year in the league. He had a bad drop last week, but I will say this. In tight ends, not historically that valuable but there's a couple of guys Kittle is one of them Gronk's another uh, Travis Kelsey's another they should be paid like wide receivers they're that good number nine and I feel I'm embarrassed to say that it's he's this low as Jared Goff let me read you a stat on Jared Goff over the last two seasons who leads the NFL in passing yards Mahomes who's second Goff led all quarterbacks in completion percentage in the playoffs 74 percent in the playoffs jared goff i apologize to jared you should probably be higher but there's like nine hall of famers in this game number 10 amaron st brown second highest graded lions player this year after panay sewell the best tackle in the league most receptions in a season including the playoffs ever over calvin johnson and i think we'd both admit maybe the most underrated player in the league I mean, it's seriously, maybe because he didn't go in the first round. There you go. It's 
my top 10. Do you have a problem with any of this? No, 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 not at all. I mean, there's an impeccable list, just spectacular all around. I, I mean, I don't see Warner or Greenlaw. By the way, brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. So um, number, I, I mean, I, wh- I... Where was Purdy? Was he top 12, 15, 20? Number, number 11. I mean, it's just, I just, I can't. It, there's so many. Number 11 was Sam Laporta. The most touchdown oh, catches by any rookie this year, 11. Arguably the third best tight end in the league. Yeah. Number 12 was Brandon Ayuk. Only Tyreek Hill graded higher on PFF for wide receivers. Taylor Decker, Detroit, highest graded tackle this offseason or this postseason. Uh, he's a great, great tackle. Number 14, Jameer Gibbs. Most scrimmage touchdowns by any rookie this year, 13. And then it's Fred Warner, Javarius Ward. I, to be honest with you, it should be probably. I tend to put corners ahead of linebackers. It really came down to I love Fred Warner and Javarius Ward, but I think a corner in this game with Detroit's offense is more valuable than a linebacker. And I think Fred's unbelievable. So, uh, Just hypothetical. Purdy checks in at 19, maybe? Around drinking age. I have him somewhere about 17, 18. Yeah. Are you bothered by that? I'm not bothered at all. I I would have him top five for sure. Top uh, five. Okay, then I'll, He's see. top five in it. I mean, it's funny. Cowherd mentioned stats for every single guy, right? Yards uh, per game, passing, uh, touchdowns, etc. I mean, Brock Purdy, when you want to mention stats, is a top five quarterback in every statistical measure this season. Every single one. I think but hey, go off, King, as they like to say <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. All right, these are, I believe, the 10 best players. I did it yesterday in Lions, Niners, right down the middle, 5 and 5. 10 best players, 1 through 10. I do this before every big game. I take out the yellow pad. I write down, and if there's an overwhelming majority to a team, that's when you have to get concerned. Detroit, to me, is the next San Francisco. I think they're stacked. Left tackle, weapons, pass rusher, tight end, Top safety. I mean, I feel Detroit is the next San Francisco. They just don't have the playoff experience. So here we go. Our top 10, Ravens and Kansas City. Number one is the best player in the world, Patrick Mahomes. Highest playoff win percentage, 81% in the Super Bowl era. What do you want me to say? He's getting Andy Reid national TV commercials. His six years have been unbelievable. The highest graded quarterback this year in both the divisional round and the postseason, according to PFF. Now, I do think he has faced a worn-down, beat-up Buffalo and Miami defense, and it will look different this weekend. Number two, Lamar Jackson. Best quarterback this year, but I will say he doesn't have the pocket numbers that would stack him up against Mahomes. He does have the highest winning percentage, 73% of any quarterback without a Super Bowl appearance. I think that will change this weekend in the Super Bowl era. Won four straight starts by plus 14 points. He is a nightmare for defensive linemen and defensive coordinators. Number three, Roquan Smith, who's literally changed the defense. Most of these guys were here, and Roquan Smith showed up, and it's the number one scoring defense and the number one total defense, the best linebacker in football for an organization that has a pretty rich history in great linebackers. Pro bowler, all pro, tackle machine, 
culture changer defensively, Roquan Smith. Number four is Travis Kelsey. He's older, may have been number three on this list a couple years ago, but Mahomes and Kelsey have the most touchdowns, 16 by any duo in NFL playoff history, although he doesn't feel like he runs quite like he did two to three years ago. He remains an incredibly difficult cover. Number five, Chris Jones. Chris Jones, highest graded defensive player on either team, 11 sacks this year, second most by an interior defensive lineman. Not going to make the tackles of Roquan Smith, won't be as active, but a complete and utter disruptor almost to the level of Aaron Donald. Number six, a rookie, Zay Flowers. Lamar finally got his game breaker on the perimeter. I can't believe how good he is. Five touchdowns, last six games. You can use him a lot of different ways. This kid is a spectacular player. Um, and this was a year in which there was a lot, a lot of good rookie receivers. Um, and they asked a lot of him because Mark Andrews wasn't around because of the injury. So for him to come into a winning culture that demands a lot with a lot of veterans and to be that good kind of blows me away. Number seven, Legarius Sneed, Kansas City. That kid is led the led the Chiefs in picks uh, and passes defended this year. If you if you went after him, the quarterback rating was fifty nine point three. He is a hyper athletic corner for the Chiefs. Number eight. Another one of their corners, Trent McDuffie, who also, by the way, led the NFL with five forced fumbles. So the former Washington Husky, uh, he was targeted 77 times this year. I don't think he's quite as athletic as Sneed, but you could flip these guys, the two chief corners, seven and eight. Number nine, sensational, Kyle Hamilton, the safety. Second highest graded Ravens defender, only player with three plus sacks and four picks this season, over four. Uh, he was good the first minute he arrived. Remember they went and drafted a center and a safety in the first round and everybody went, a center and a safety? They have both been phenomenal. And number 10, hasn't played a ton, but I think he's second or third best tight end for several years, Mark Andrews. Again, seven games missed due to an ankle injury. I am a huge fan. He's also something like Travis Kelsey and Gronk. He's really big on crucial downs. He's not doing stuff late in blowouts. Mark Andrews, first couple series, third down, fourth down, red zone. Very Gronk, Travis Kelsey. He is great when great is needed. So these are the 10 best players. By the way, I left some unbelievable players out. So, you know... You could argue here and there. I left a couple of, like, Pro Bowl-level offensive linemen. There's elite defensive linemen. I did this yesterday where I left Fred Warner out of the top ten. These teams are stacked. I think we have the right four teams. We have three star quarterbacks and one great story. But I think we have four stacked roster. In fact, I would argue Kansas City's got the weakest roster because they actually have some holes. I don't think their tackle play OT, OT play has been great. At receiver, it's Rasheed Rice. And then you kind of crossing your fingers with young guys. But I think we have the right teams. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. 
Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. Five hundred dollars minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua